This is the Influencer Entrepreneurs Podcast with Jenny Melrose, teaching influencers and bloggers how to become successful entrepreneurs. This is episode 120 of the Influencer Entrepreneurs Podcast with Jenny Maurice. All right, you guys, I have a special episode for you today. Today, we're going to dive into how to work with brands as a blogger or influencer. And we're not just going to talk surface level. We're going to go a little bit deeper here. I want to make sure that you are really putting your best foot forward to be able to increase your sponsored income this year. We're heading into quarter two. We are in quarter two now, and I want you to be able to get yourself set up so that quarter four is crazy with sponsored income. And before we dive in, I want to make sure that if you haven't already, or if even if you have already done it, I'd love for you to sign up for Pitch Perfect Live. This is my five-day workshop where I'm going to walk you through how to reach out to brands and what to say when you do. If you've never done this training with me, it is done live. We do it over the course of five days. You get a workbook so that you are making sure that you are keeping track of your homework and staying up to date with all of the content. So if you haven't already done that, and even if you have, I'd love for you to sign up again because what we find is when people do it at different places in their business compared to maybe six months ago compared to now, it they always take away something new from the training. I have clients that are Pitch Perfect Pro members that go back through Pitch Perfect Live every single time I do it. And it's always because the training that I'm doing is different to them based on where they are in their business, but also, you guys, the algorithms are changing constantly. So we have to be able to adjust to those. And you're going to hear me talk a little bit about that in today's episode. All right, so make sure that you sign up for that and let's dive into this. Are you tired of getting asked to work for free or maybe in exchange for a watch when you're a food blogger and that has literally nothing to do with the content that you create? I am too. (laughs) So what we're going to actually talk about today is I want to talk about how to work with brands as a blogger or influencer. And there are simple things that you can do in order to help yourself so that you can actually get paid for the content that you are creating and the influence that you bring to the table with your audience. So in order to do that, what I want to make sure that you do is before we dive into this, if you haven't already gone through my five-day Pitch Perfect Live training, please make sure to join in. You can find that actually linked in the description so that you can make sure that you are a part of that. We're going to walk you even more in depth even after this training. So if you haven't already signed up for that, make sure that you do. For those of you that don't know me, my name is Jenny Melrose. I am a former and former inner city school district teacher and a was a lifestyle blogger. I was able to create a six-figure income just off of sponsored posts. Now, I was not one that actually had a huge audience, which is what most people are assuming when you say you're a six-figure blogger that was making money off the sponsored income. My page views sat well under 500,000 and I never had a social media following on any platform that was in the six figures. My Instagram actually never even hit 10,000 followers. So today we're really going to dive deeper into exactly what you can do to start to really turn around these sort of kind of 
emails that come out to you when people are asking you to work in exchange for a product. Now, the first thing that you really want to make sure that you pay attention to is that you want to know your worth. You have to know your engagement. That's why you hear people talk about all the time that the follower numbers aren't as important as your actual engagement that you're getting from those followers. Because when you have a large follower number, if you're not actually seeing the engagement and getting people to talk to you, your influence isn't going any further. It's stopping at that number. We often find that influencers that have a smaller number can often have much larger engagement than influencers that may have 50,000. And the reason for that is because algorithms have changed. We've watched social media, whether it was Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, whatever it might be, has changed drastically over the years. And because of that, if you were a dinosaur blogger that started, and I was a dinosaur blogger. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. Uh, but if you were a dinosaur blogger that started seven years ago on Instagram and you grew a huge following to over a hundred thousand and you're not using Instagram the way that you used to, or you're using it the way that you used to, and you haven't adjusted with the new algorithm to use Instagram stories or to try out IGTV or to make sure that you are actually engaging with your audience, then what we find is the influencers that are coming to the platform now and are using all of the different actual features of it have more engagement. And that is what brands are looking for. So you really need to know your worth. You need to be able to articulate the conversations that you are having with these people that are your followers. They are your people. They are coming to you because you solve a problem for them. And if you know what that problem is, then you can articulate that to the brands and explain exactly how their product is the perfect fit for you. Because really, that's what it's about. It's about being able to talk about how their brand can work perfectly for your audience. It's not about you. It's about the brand and getting the word out about them. So if you are an influencer that wants to work with brands, start to understand more about your audience, your engagement that you do have. The next part of what you want to do is that if you are asked to work in exchange for a product or um, as a client of mine who is a food blogger was asked, was she was asked to work in exchange for a watch. They wanted a couple Instagram stories. They wanted something on her post. But as a food blogger, her talking about a watch doesn't make any sense. So you first need to be able to decide, is this product a good fit for my audience? If your audience isn't expecting you to talk about a watch, then don't talk about it. You need to choose carefully because you don't want to lose that relationship that you have created with your audience. With that, if a brand does come to you and they're asking you to work in exchange for maybe a product that does work for your actual content, you want to be able to articulate to them that you are an influencer that doesn't work for free. And you're not going to use those words. What you are going to say is you're going to say to them, in order to keep the integrity of my site to my readers and any previous brands I've worked with, I only work on compensated content. I'd love to send you along a media kit and a proposal for your review. Those words are really important because when you actually treat your business like a business, the brand is going to respect you and they're going to understand that they are going to need to do that as well. And a lot of times when... Brands first reach out to bloggers. They do it in mass email. They send out hundreds of email about one particular campaign. It's your job to then be able to turn that around and show that brand that it, you are worth it. I had a brand reach out to me years ago. 
and they wanted me to post something on my Facebook page, a video. Um, it was for Neutrogena, which is a skincare that I use. We actually are huge into using their sunscreen. They only wanted me to post it on my Facebook page. Nothing was mentioned about compensation whatsoever. And I responded with, in order to keep the integrity of my site to my readers and the previous brands I've worked with, I only work on compensated content. I also went into the fact that Neutrogena was the skincare brand that I used all the time for sunscreen for my girls. And I have two little, I have two daughters. They're not that little anymore, but I had two little daughters at that time. One was very fair skin and one was more of an olive skin. And I was able to explain to the brand how I love the fact that they had so many different options for me, that their brand was the one that I wanted to work with, that it was the brand that I wanted to use, whether I was working with them or not. And because of that, it turned into a relationship that I was able to create with them that earned me over five figures over the course of two years. So you have to know how to explain that you are that you are a business and you can offer them up something in particular with your audience. Now you can give those words that I gave you as far as the, in order to keep the integrity, but you also want to make sure that you tell them how their product is a perfect fit for your audience. You can't just go straight for the money. You have to make sure that you are talking about how your brand, your people are going to want that product or service that you're offering, that they are offering. So you want to make sure that you give them reasons as to why it would be the perfect fit. Now, the next thing that you want to do is you want to make sure that it is something authentically that works with your content. So one of my favorite examples is years ago, I was asked to work with a trash bag company and they wanted me to do a four-day trash bag challenge. And that was what they wanted the content to be about. This was before Instagram stories. So they wanted me to actually write a blog post about how I had kept garbage in my house for four days. And that's just not something, it's not feasible. It's not feasible for me and my family. It's not feasible for my audience. They would think that I was absolutely out of my mind that they would ever keep garbage in it for four days. So what I did is I went back and thought about how could I possibly make this work? Is it something that I can create an authentic story? Because you guys, that's why your people follow you. They follow you for your stories that you're going to create and the problems that you solve with them with those stories. So that trash bag company post actually turned into a Caribbean fish taco post. I created Caribbean fish tacos that had beautiful colors. And I told a story about how on a Thursday before leaving to go away for a long weekend, I had made these gorgeous Caribbean fish tacos. My youngest, who often doesn't finish her food, threw out a piece of the fish taco into the garbage. And we left to go away for four days. But when we got back, the whole house didn't smell like Caribbean fish tacos because of the trash bags. And this is where I was able to talk about the trash bag and what it had done. And it still smelled wonderful in my house without feeling like I was selling out, without feeling like my audience was going to look at me and go, what in the world is a four-day trash challenge? I am not talking about this. How could I possibly do this in my own home? No, instead, they found that recipe. They loved the recipe and ended up going viral for me on Pinterest. And because of that recipe, they then, the next time they went to go find trash bags in the back of their mind, because this, you guys, is what I need you to really understand. As an influencer, it's not your job to sell the product. It's your job to influence your people to purchase that product. And I know it seems like, oh, you're just playing with words, but no, 
a lot of times people are not going to purchase a trash bag from a blog. But what they are going to do is the next time they go into the grocery store or they do their pickup for groceries, they're going to say, oh, wait a second. I remember hearing about these trash bags and how great they worked with smelly food is coming into summer. I'm going to have a lot of different stuff going on. I want to have my house smelling clean. So because of your influence, they chose that trash bag. And that's what being an influencer is about. It's not about having them to be able to make a sale right from your actual blog post. It's influencing them so that in the future they will want to choose that product. Another great example is a client of mine was working with a citrus company. And there's lots of different oranges and different kind of citruses that are out there in different types of stores. But she was able to talk specifically about how these oranges were so much easier to peel to the point where she had told me the story. I saw her Instagram stories. And the next time I went to Whole Foods, guess what oranges I bought? Those ones that were easier to peel. And it wasn't because she had sold me on it trying to actually sell. She just authentically talked about it and how it worked well for her family. That's what creating sponsored content is about. And if you want to work with brands or as an influencer or even as a blogger, obviously, you need to know how to do that. Create that authentic story that pulls your readers in and makes it easy for them to then remember that brand and want to purchase it the next time they go to the store. All right. The next thing that you want to do is you want to know who to reach out to. Because if you want to attract your dream brand, you cannot, and I'm going to emphasize this, you cannot sit around waiting for them to find you. There are so many bloggers out there at this point and so many more now Instagram influencers. It's so easy to start an Instagram account and become an influencer. You grow your following and then voila, you're an influencer. But Brands are not going to find you just by sitting out there. You have to know who to reach out to. You know, need to know who the contact information is. And you need to know what to say when you do reach out to them. It's not about you. It's supposed to be about the brand. Remember, we talked about that in the beginning. It's supposed to be about that brand and how that product is perfect, not for you. It could be perfect for you, but it also needs to be perfect for your audience. And if it's not, then there's going to be a problem. But you need to make sure that when you are doing this, you need to know who you're going to reach out to. So one of the easiest ways to do this is to go to their website and to look for contact information. You're going to go to media or press releases. And on that press release will normally be an email address that you can contact. And you're going to send an initial email. And in this email, you are going to tell them how your audience is the perfect fit for that brand. You're going to explain why that's the case. And then when you do this, you're also going to make sure in that email that you ask to send them your call to action to them will be, I'd love to send you my media kit and a proposal for your review. You're not sending a media kit directly with that initial pitch. You're also not going to have any numbers on your media kit. So when I say no numbers, I'm not talking about your following numbers. You absolutely need to have your following numbers. And don't try to hide the fact that maybe you only have 100 followers on Facebook. Own it. You are where you are. And that is your influence. It's only going to continue to grow. So you can start these relationships when you have as little as under 1,000 followers across all platforms, or you are huge and have over a million followers. Brands are going to pay for that following. They're not only going to pay just for the following. They are smarter now. They understand that those numbers 
are not necessarily realistic to the engagement, which is why I started this off by really talking about how important the engagement is. It can't just be about your follower numbers. So on that media kit, you're going to have your follower numbers. You're going to have some stats about who your audience is. It's going to talk about you and your blog or your influence on Instagram, whatever it might be. But you are not going to put your prices on there. And when the reason for this is because you don't know what kind of budget that they have. So what I actually teach and recommend is that you put together a media kit. In, you ask to be able to send that media kit. When they get back to you and tell you, sure, we'd love for you to send the media kit, and they don't say anything about the proposal, you're also sending a proposal. And that propos proposal is going to be a package price that you've put together for specific deliverables that you're going to be able to give to their brand. Now, if you have a, you're very um, active, let's say on Instagram stories, then that should be a deliverable that is in there. And maybe that's something that you're going to emphasize in your proposal. It also is going to go into your pricing. Now, I know that this is a lot of information. And I know you're saying, okay, I want more for that initial pitch. I want to know exactly what I need to write into that. And if that is the case, I want to make sure that you sign up for Pitch Perfect Live. We're going to be doing another round where it is five days of free training where I do everything live. You're able to ask questions and I'm going to walk you through the very beginning of how do I know what products to reach out to? Who are the brands that I'm reaching out to? And what do I say when I do? So that by the end of the week, you're able to send an initial pitch to be able to start making money for the influence that you do hold, whether you have a thousand followers or whether you have a million followers. Make sure that you sign up. Again, that's up in the description, or you can go to jennymelrose.com forward slash pitch perfect live, all one word. You'll be getting emails from me as we lead up to that to get you ready to go for it so that you know exactly where you need to be, how you're going to be able to follow through. Plus, you're also going to get a workbook to go along with that. So I hope that you will join me for Pitch Perfect Live. We'll be kicking that off in a couple of weeks. And I am so excited to be able to get to do that with you. It is one of my absolute favorite trainings because you're able to take the information right then and there, be able to send out initial pitches. We've actually had people within those first five days able to land a sponsored deal. So I hope that you will definitely join me there. I appreciate y'all so much and I will talk to y'all soon. All right, guys. Well, there you have it. Clearly, your follower numbers do not matter as much as your engagement does. So really making sure that you are engaging with that audience. Go back through the podcast. If you haven't already, I talked a little bit about Instagram stories in there. Go through the content that I have on Instagram stories. There is a ton of information of how you can truly use all of the features in Instagram stories to start to engage with your audience as well as with the brands that you want to work with. So if you haven't already signed up for Pitch Perfect Live, make sure that you take the time to do that. It is a training that you are not going to want to miss. I also love seeing how you're listening to the podcast. So take a screenshot and tell me what you're up to while you're listening in. Whether you are binge listening on a vacation for a long drive or whether you are out for a run. I want to see how you're listening and tell me the takeaway that you are having. You guys, I appreciate so much when y'all leave a review on iTunes about the podcast. It helps for other bloggers and influencers to be able to find the content that I am creating. So if you take the time to do that, you will see me sending you a message on Instagram stories thanking you for that. When you leave the review, leave your Instagram handle. It makes it so much easier for me to be able to reach out to thank you. 
All right, guys, until next time, I will see you all then.